practice specializing in colon cancer screening. All procedures are performed by a physician in our state-of-the-art endoscopy center under monitored propofol sedation. New recommendations for colon cancer screening start at age 45. Cancer screening should be a regular part of your life. Screening tests help find cancer early. Come visit us at MitchellEndoscopyCenter.com or call 804-282-3114 to schedule your screening colonoscopy now. At Kelleher, we've been serving the Metro Richmond area for over 50 years. We specialize in train heating and cooling products. In addition to serving all your heating, cooling, plumbing, electrical, generator, and heating oil needs. With the fourth generation now in the business, Kelleher's team has the depth you can bet on for years to come. It's hard to stop a train, and it's hard to stop the Kelleher team. Orange and blue, serving you since 1968. Canal Capital Management is a fully integrated wealth planning firm whose singular focus is on growing and in protecting the wealth of their clients. Canal's unique approach provides an array of services, including investment management, tax and financial planning, real estate management, business consulting, and family office services. Canal Capital Management and former UVA kicker Noah Greenbaum are proud supporters of Who's Talking. Canal was built for a single purpose, to provide clients with a simple, understandable process to grow, protect, and eventually transfer their wealth. Hello, this is Kevin Lang with Town Bank. As a proud graduate of EBA, I know talent gets you on the field, but it's attitude and effort that keeps you there. That's how we play at Town Bank. Local bankers, local decisions, team players. It's what you can count on from Town Bank. Serving others and enriching lives. Town Bank is a proud supporter of UVA sports. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. The mission is clear at the Faison Center to give children and adults with autism and related challenges the best opportunity to improve their life's journey through evidence-based practice. Their mission across the lifespan is accomplished through specific programs designed to meet the needs of families at different points in their lives. The Faison School, the Faison Behavioral Health Clinic, and Faison Adult Services. To learn more, go to FaisonCenter.org and consider making an online gift. Or call the Faison Center at 804-612-1947. It's your number one online source as a Virginia fan. TheSaber.com gives you the best access to Virginia football. Throws down the middle of the field. It's caught. Keon Johnson reaches Men's it. basketball. Cavaliers having to face the noise. Parentes fires from three and hits another dagger. And recruiting. You know, with UVA, I know he made a visit to Charlottesville last month. Plus, don't forget about the informative article and, of course, the message boards. The online source for the serious Wahoo fan, thesaber.com. Thank you to all Virginia Athletic Foundation members for your support of Virginia Athletics. This is Brennan Armstrong, quarterback for your Virginia Cavaliers. Your contributions help our team excel in the classroom, competition, and in the community. Go Hoos. Hi, I'm Tony Elliott. I encourage you to support our efforts to build the model program by becoming a member of the Virginia Athletics Foundation today. To make a difference in the lives of UVA student-athletes, call the Virginia Athletics Foundation at 434-982-5555 or visit virginiaathleticsfoundation.com. In 1984, Charles McDaniel capped off his third straight season leading UVA in tackles and was named first team All-ACC. McDaniel has continued a legacy with a career of a different approach, helping move individuals and companies with ease. Since 2005, McDaniel has served as the CEO of Hildrup, one of the most acclaimed moving companies in the U.S. Whether moving near or far, Hildrup will show you why they are the best moving services company. Next time you need help moving, go to Hildrup. 
com. This is Who's Talking on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM. Diehard Wahoo Frank Maloney and former UVA basketball standout Jim Hobbo Hobgood break down the Cavaliers each week in a way that only Frank and Hobbo can provide. Brought to you by Ortho Virginia, Town Bank of Richmond, TGI Fridays, Clinical Research Partners, Richmond Allergy and Asthma, and Oaklea Press. Good evening and welcome to Who's Talking Tonight. It's ACC Tournament Week and as we expected, the Wahoos somehow managed to tie for first. But hey, co-champions. The the tiebreaker makes them the number two seed, but I think most Wahoos are happy with that. Absolutely, and uh, the amazing thing, six times in ten years. How about them apples? And uh, Tony (laughs) Tony Bennett, who's on his way to Springfield, Massachusetts, uh, joins Dean Smith, Mike Krzyzewski and Roy Williams, uh, and that's pretty select company uh, relative to those people who have won that many regular seasons in a 10-year span. So, wow. Uh, tribute to Coach Bennett. Uh, you know, obviously, Virginia, I, I just looked at the preseason. Duke, Virginia, and Miami were expected to be in the top four, as was North Carolina, so they're the disappointment, but hopefully they won't get over it on Thursday night if we play them on Thursday night at 7 o'clock. But we got... Got Dan Bonner on the line right now. Later in the show, uh, soccer guy, great Tim O'Shea and uh, Doctor Lacrosse. Lacrosse. Oh, what did I say? Soccer. Your favorite sport? Soccer. soccer. You know, I'm just <laughs> such a soccer guy. You know, I, I, my my granddaughter played soccer over the weekend. Maybe that's why I'm thinking soccer. But at any rate, uh, Coach Bonner, uh, we appreciate your joining us tonight. Hey, Jim. How are you guys tonight? We're good. Now, I I was watching you do the Drake Bradley game in St. Louis. Yesterday, so I, you know, you yeah. remember the old game uh, "Where in the World Is Waldo"? You know, uh, <laughs> I think we're going to have "Where in the World Is Dan Bonner." Are you back in Virginia, or where are you? Well, I'm at home tonight, Jim. Uh, well, I'm there you are. Out, uh, I'm headed out to Las Vegas for this for mm-hmm. on Thursday. I'm going out there. I've gone Saturday for CBS. I have the Mountain West Championship, uh, and then after that, it's the first couple of weekends of the NCAA tournament. So do you get all those uh, travel miles? Uh, did you get to keep those and uh, take your lovely wife to Hawaii or something after the season? Well, I keep all the travel miles, but uh, <laughs> we're going to have to use them. Going back and forth to Seattle, our daughter lives there now, and she's going to have a baby in uh, August, and so we'll be using all those miles. Well, I would think, yeah. Now, I just this is off the subject, but is, uh, do you have existing grandchildren, or will that be your first grandchild? No, that will be our fourth. Wow! Uh, Whoa! Well, there you are. So. Well, well, listen. Congratulations on that. We'll uh, get back to basketball. Uh, uh, the The news just came out. Uh, Jeff Capel, Coach of the Year. Uh, Reese Beekman, Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, do you agree with those selections? Yeah, I think that uh, I think Jeff Capel clearly uh, in this year's. I don't know. I don't know what the way the right way to say it, but the way the season went this year and where Pitt was and what they came back from, you know, he took over a situation that was as bad as anything that you could imagine in the ACC in a long, long time. And so the job that he did was was very, very good. And I don't think there's any way you can argue with Reese Beekman being the defensive player of the year. You know, 
you could have voted for other people. I mean, there are other pretty good defensive players, uh, uh, you know, Jesse Edwards, uh, Leaky Black. But, no, I don't have any objection with either one of those picks. You know, Frank will get in here in a moment. Uh, we're, we're visiting with uh, former Virginia player and uh, longtime uh, announcer, broadcaster, uh, and friend of mine, Dan Bonner. Uh, he's my friend too. Well, yeah, he's a friend of <laughs> friend of the show, friend of all who's. But uh, you didn't have to room with him. That was the difference. See, but at any rate, I heard Linda had he some was, problems was, with that. But he was see. very neat. That's the good news. You know, he, he cleaned up after himself and uh, <laughs> even brought in a few chocolate chip cookies once in a while, especially from his mother, which were delicious. But that's another story too. Wow. Hey, uh, looks like uh, Virginia will play North Carolina on Thursday night if they beat either Boston College or Louisville on uh, on Wednesday. Do you agree with the assessment that Carolina has to make a deep run in the ACC tournament to make the big dance? Jim, I think that if they don't make a big run, a deep run, they have no chance at all. Right. But I question whether even a deep run will help them out. Uh, people who pay attention to this stuff. Uh, the bracketologists, uh, and I don't, you know, I, I look about it, I read it, but I don't do any study on it. I'm more concerned with figuring out the teams once they get in there. But people who look at this stuff claim that last year the NCAA Tournament Selection Committee really de-emphasized performance in conference tournaments, and the example is Texas A&M, who made a run to the championship game of the SEC tournament and still didn't get in. And so if that's the case, if that's the new trend, then I think a team like North Carolina is a, you know, a deep run that might get them in, but it might also make them very uncomfortable on Sunday night. Mm. You know, it's fascinating, all the critics out there of the ACC. Um, Dan, you, you see so many more games than Habo and I do. Um, I'm curious your thoughts as you traverse the the great U.S. of A. and you see all these teams, has the ACC truly fallen behind? That's a really good question, and I think that, you know my my answer is no. It hasn't fallen behind, but you have to remember, Frank. There's 15 teams in our league, and so the the measuring stick that everybody uses now is the net. Yeah, and the ACC all year long, and I don't, I haven't looked at it today, but all year long, the ACC has had nine teams that were in the top seventy, seventy-five of the net, and the Big Twelve has ten teams, and all their teams were in the top seventy-five of the net, and so does that make the does that make ACC teams worse than Big Twelve teams because there's six more, seven more teams? Uh, you know, five you know five more teams in the ACC than are in the Big Twelve, and those five extra teams had really bad seasons. Uh, you know, from top to bottom, yes, but I don't think that you know the top nine teams that I'm talking about in the ACC. I think they could compete in any any league in the country, including the Big Twelve and the Big Ten. And so, no, I don't think there's anything wrong with the ACC. It's just that we've had we had five teams that really had bad years. Well, you know, there are several teams, including Virginia, Miami, Duke, maybe others, that I think are fully capable of making the second weekend of the tournament. And uh, maybe even, you know, Duke's playing pretty well all of a sudden, and Miami made the uh, regional final last year. 
and maybe better this year than were last year. So there's certainly teams in the ACC that are capable of making uh, a big impact in the AC or the NCAA tournament. But I, I know you and Corey Alexander. It was fun uh, watching you guys do the broadcast the other night at JPJ. You and I traded back some information on email. Uh, Virginia's success or lack thereof usually uh, relates to shooting the basketball. Uh, is that remain your assessment? There's no question, Jim. There's just no question at all. Uh, the way Virginia plays, the pace that they play, they will be in any game that they play, no matter who they play. I don't care how good the team is, Virginia will be in the game. Uh, and if they score, they can win that game. But the same thing applies. They, if they don't score, then any team they play will be in the game against them. Uh, and I, I, that has to give Cavalier fans, a lot of Cavalier fans, gray hairs because – that's, I mean, that's, that's what you're looking at. And I think that the Virginia team that everybody, that Virginia fans want to see is that Virginia team that played Baylor and played uh, Illinois earlier in the year, that Virginia team that was shooting threes and making free throws. And so if that Virginia team shows up at any point, then that Virginia team could, uh, I mean, they could do more than just make a deep run in the NCAA tournament. They could win the whole thing. They're that good, I think. Uh and so, but I'm not predicting that they will. I'm just saying that if they can score, right. I think that they're going to be a threat against anybody they play. So we were speaking with Dan Bonner. Dan, um, I think Habo and I recognized this earlier in the year when you were on the show. I, I think, is this is this year number 30 as an analyst? Actually, Frank, this is year number 43 as an analyst. Oh, stop uh, it. And this, this is year number 37 doing the NCAA tournament. That's, I'm sorry, and that was is, the number I was looking this, for. This is year number 32 during the tournament with my friends, first from CBS and then CBS Turner. He's the first one so ever to start in kindergarten doing the game. Yeah. <laughs> it's 43 years, and he's only 49 years old. It's amazing. Yeah, well, you know, right. Dan, I saw some interesting <laughs> quotes this year. Let's, let's get back to reality for a second. Uh, where you attributed your early opportunities potentially were caused by the fact that Billy Packer endorsed you. Um, I know I've butchered that, but tell us a little bit about that relationship. Well, it's Billy Packer played a major influence for me because in 1991, when CBS expanded their NCAA tournament coverage, and people don't remember this now, but uh, when CBS took over the NCAA tournament in 1982, they did not, do the whole NCAA tournament like they do now. They did not do the first and second round games. NCAA Productions did the first and second round games and distributed those games to local local CBS affiliates in the area where the teams were playing. Uh, and every once in a while, the new that new outfit, new kid on the block, ESPN would pick up a game or two. Uh, but NCAA Productions did those games. And in 1991, CBS decided they were going to do all the games which meant they had to have more announcers. And at the time, Billy Packer was a person of tremendous influence at CBS. And what they did to find their announcers is they went to Billy and said, Billy, who should we hire? And I was one of the names on the list. And when I say that, they didn't, they didn't call me up and say, okay, Billy recommended you, could, would you send us a tape? Or Billy recommended you, could you come here and do an audition game? Uh, Billy said to hire this guy, and they did. And uh, so that's how I got involved with CBS. And I'm very grateful that 33 years later, I'm still involved with CBS. But 
None of that happens for me without Billy Packer. You know, it's fascinating how relationships can play such a major role, obviously not just in sports, but in life. And I thought it was so interesting when I read that. And I, I can't remember who I should attribute the credit in that article, but I remember uh, sifting through some things as shortly after Billy Packer's, um, he passed away, and I saw these quotes about you, and I said, I didn't know that, and I was, I just think it's fascinating. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I think we all in life, we look back and we have certain people where we're grateful for a recommendation or a, a situation where we got a little luck in addition to Dan being uh, very talented and very good at, at what he does. Uh, you know, back to the big dance, uh, I guess we're looking Houston, UCLA, Alabama, Purdue, Kansas. Do you expect four of those to be one seeds? Yeah, I do. You know, the thing will be, I'll be interested to see how the tournament selection committee uh, treats UCLA because uh, the name escapes you right at the moment. One of their best guys got hurt. And uh, his availability might be in a little bit of a question mark. Uh, and sometimes that affects seedings. But certainly uh, the way Alabama has played, uh, just about all the people who are looking at that figure that there'll be a first seed. And Kansas is playing very well. And Purdue has played very well. And UCLA has played very well. Uh, but I've never been a big – my whole thing is get in. Get yep. in and be healthy. And then you never know what's going to happen. Uh, speaking of that, um, I'm a little curious what your thoughts are concerning Alabama and that player Miller who was involved with uh, supplying a weapon indirectly to a shooter that actually killed someone down there in Tuscaloosa. And I've tried to follow this story a little bit, and I can't make heads or tails of why is that player even allowed on the floor? I know he didn't break the law, but he's – morally corrupt when he's right well he's at the scene of the crime uh you know i i don't know that i can answer that question it's it's a very hard story to follow i agree with you uh you know most people are aghast that the university of alabama hasn't taken some action but uh, you know the the it, it all involves the whatever's going on down there and you know, you can take the position, oh, wait a minute, the police said he didn't do anything wrong, that, 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 <laughs> that he was just a witness to this thing. And so you just don't know. And so I, you know, I, I don't want to be, uh, the, the thing that upsets me about that whole thing is somebody's dead. Right. Uh, there, there's a kid who uh, is now an orphan, uh, or at least, you know, doesn't yes. have a mother. Yes. And so th that's that's the main thing. Whether somebody plays basketball or doesn't play basketball, you know, I don't know. But uh, that's not something that I'm really qualified to speak about because I, I don't know what happened. I just feel uh, I just feel for the family of the, the the young woman who died. Now it's interesting. You said earlier the selection committee doesn't pay as much attention to these conference tournaments, although the fans do. I, I remember in 2019, Virginia lost to Florida State in the semifinal, and I was all upset. Now, when they won the national title three weeks later, I got over it. But <laughs> so, so should uh, should Virginia fans uh, be okay if, by some chance, we lose to North Carolina on Thursday, or or anybody else, or too. anybody else for that matter? Jim, the Cavaliers are going to go to the NCAA tournament, uh, and I think the Cavaliers' their performance in the NCAA tournament 
is going to have no relation to their performance in the ACC tournament. And the thing that you said is right. Uh, the people from Virginia Tech, for example, last year were thrilled that Virginia Tech won the ACC tournament, but then, you know, the NCAA tournament, you know, didn't go so well. And so people, you know, they, the NCAA tournament is what people remember. And so I don't think that you know, Virginia people, obviously, just because there's such a great uh, rivalry with a team like North Carolina, uh, you, you want to go down every game you play, you want to win. But the bottom line on it is if Virginia does not perform well in the ACC tournament but performs well in the NCAA tournament, that's going to make everybody very excited. And because Virginia has won a national championship, if they play very well in the ACC tournament and perform poorly in the NCAA tournament, then that's going to make people mad. <laughs> ain't, ain't, ain't that the truth? You know what? Really, it, it, uh, I guess for a team like Virginia Tech last year, if you have to win the tournament to get in the big dance, then it really becomes important. But you're right; otherwise, it's almost like uh, an exhibition game. But uh, at any rate, Dan, uh, we thank you for your time as always. Be safe in your travels, and we'll look forward to hearing you. Uh, during the tournament when you're doing your broadcast. So, uh, and very best to your family. Thanks, thanks, Hop. Uh, Frank, you guys, you enjoy yourselves tonight, and you enjoy the basketball, the postseason basketball. A lot of of basketball in Greensboro. All right. Absolutely will. We're going to break. When we come back on the other side, we've got Dr. Uwusa Achao of Ortho, Virginia. Stay with us. Who's Talking Continue. Hi, this is Boyd Rawls. I'm an orthopedic hand surgeon specializing in hand, wrist, and elbow injuries. I'm a diehard Wahoo who completed nearly all of my training at the University of Virginia. Ortho Virginia is the largest multi-specialty orthopedic practice in Virginia. We have offices in Richmond, Lynchburg, Northern Virginia, and Virginia Beach. Our dedicated certified hand therapists will work hard to speed your recovery. For more information, please visit our website, orthovirginia.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Bob Call for Clinical Research Partners. With all the crazy new infections going on these days like Lyme, COVID, flu, and monkeypox, we need newer and better medicines to stay healthy. Clinical trials are the only way that happens. Clinical Research Partners is now testing new vaccines for flu, COVID, and more. We need you. Come in and be in one of our studies now. Find us at clinicalresearchrva.com. Mitchell Endoscopy Center is a full-service gastroenterology practice specializing in colon cancer screening. All procedures are performed by a physician in our state-of-the-art endoscopy center under monitored propofol sedation. New recommendations for colon cancer screening start at age 45. Cancer screening should be a regular part of your life. Screening tests help find cancer early. Come visit us at MitchellEndoscopyCenter.com or call 804-282-3114 to schedule your screening colonoscopy now. Maxwell Associates is a full-service accounting and business advisory firm with a large focus on business sales for Main Street and lower middle market businesses. With three offices in Richmond and a team of CPAs and enrolled agents, Maxwell & Associates offers tax prep services, bookkeeping, payroll services, along with full-service business brokerage offerings, including succession and growth planning, mergers and acquisitions, and post-business sale consulting. Call 804-200-8442 to speak to Jim. Finding a reputable law firm can be a daunting task, especially in the midst of a crisis. But Jeff McDonald and Associates is here to help. Jeff McDonald Associates is a personal injury and workers' comp law firm 
based in Virginia. For over 25 years, our team has been helping injury victims get the compensation they need after a serious accident disrupts their life. Injured? Don't wait. Just call the Yates. 804-888-8888. The mission is clear at the Faison Center to give children and adults with autism and related challenges the best opportunity to improve their life's journey through evidence-based practice. Their mission across the lifespan is accomplished through specific programs designed to meet the needs of families at different points in their lives. The Faison School, the Faison Behavioral Health Clinic, and Faison Adult Services. To learn more, go to FaisonCenter.org and consider making an online gift. Or call the Faison Center at 804-612-1947. It's always Friday at TGI Fridays, and now it's always happy hour. All day, every day at all four of our Richmond locations with $4 cocktails and $2 Miller Lite drafts. All day, every day at TGI Fridays. Enjoy wings cooked to perfection in your choice of sauces, whiskey glaze, Frank's Red Hot Buffalo, garlic parm, apple butter barbecue, and many more. Join us every Sunday at the West Pride location for every pro football game. And cheer on your favorite team with all-day happy hour only at TGI Fridays. Delivery available at Fridays.com. Invictus Sales and Marketing is the fastest-growing electrical sales agency in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Led by former Wahoo Paul Collins, Class of 90, and his partner Pete Houston, Invictus is your go-to for any of your electrical needs. From residential to commercial and industrial, Invictus can help you pick out what you need and get it when you need it. Invictus is derived from the Latin word Invicta, meaning undefeated. All of the lighting upgrades across Scott's Stadium and the Pergolo Lighting are represented by Invictus Sales and Marketing. The future of Virginia football is very bright. Nobody covers the Wahoos quite like these two. You're listening to Who's Talking with Frank Maloney and Jim Hobbo Hobgood on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan and now on 105.1 FM. All right, welcome back. Uh, second segment tonight's show. Uh, don't forget, we got two special editions uh, from Greensboro coming up on Wednesday and Thursday. More on that later. And uh, next week on Monday, we're on early at 5 o'clock. So a lot of, a lot of details to go over. But right now, uh, we have our Ortho Virginia injury report with our friend Dr. O. And um, Dr. O, we always appreciate your time, and we're glad you were able to join us in a timely manner tonight. Yes, fellas. Thanks for having me on. So, uh, Doctor Achao, uh, tell us a little bit about Ben Vanderplaw. We've we've learned in recent weeks that he's been wearing a brace, that he's getting treatment for it. They won't really give us any insights, Virginia. You know, to get information about a Virginia athlete, uh, unless you see a walking boot on them, you you just can't. You can never know. But. Uh, <laughs> We have seen that he's got this brace on his back and that he can play for for stretches, but he can't stay out there for a long time. And it's it's got to affect his shooting and everything else. And so I think once Tony Bennett, head coach for Virginia, released that information after one of the recent, um, I think, road games, I think he made a comment about it, it seems to me like he was trying to – let the fans know, look, give the guy a break. He's he's playing hurt. And uh, you know, you can hear you can hear fans grumble when he shoots. Uh he he's been in somewhat of a slump lately, but as you know with if your back is bothering how, how can you even run and jump? No, I mean I think your point is completely valid. And 
I know, I know it's tough from a fan perspective, but, you know, understanding this is an experienced player. Um, so you know something's going on if he's struggling. So, I mean, when you go back to the back, almost everything that comes through your shooting form is, is really going through your back, which is core to your entire motion. Um, so it's, gonna, it's definitely going to affect things. Medically, you know, if, if they're letting him play with the brace, you know, not having all the inside scoop, if they're letting him play in the brace, I'm thinking there's a lot more muscular to this. In terms, of, in terms of the actual injury, so and not so structural, so, so probably not a spinal issue, more of a exactly the musculature exactly. on the back must, that surrounds the spine. Exactly, the stabilizing musculature. I'm sure you'd be much less inclined to let a player play. Yes, what was going on with the vertebrae or the the, the bones of the back. But yeah. doctor, I assume it's one of those injuries that uh, what really will heal it is rest and time off, which uh, they can't give him now. So I they're going to go a little bit now though. They're, they're, they're probably on. doing treatment, and uh, yeah, they might have a few Sun- days off, but they Sunday, don't have to play Monday, until Thursday. Yeah, so Tuesday. It, 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 every day helps. I would I would think right. Oh, every rest day helps for sure, and you're absolutely right. I think the key is rest, and it's just. March March is not the time for rest when it comes to basketball. Uh, but that's definitely, you know, any any day they can get, any hour they can get a rest for him, I think is what he needs. Exactly. Well, you know, Vanderplaz has, has turned out to be somewhat of a Swiss Army knife overall. His, his defense, uh, his ability to go out and cover, you know, some of those uh, stretch bigs uh, has been important. And his ability to hustle back and get rebounds, uh, he was hitting – the 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 threes quite efficiently earlier in the year, and then mm-hmm. of late he struggled. Struggled, struggled even from the free throw line, which you wouldn't think would be impacted, other than maybe somehow his his form, as the doctor said. You know, just just the mechanics of shooting a basketball requires legs, back, all that kind of stuff. So it it could impact uh, the way his mechanics are working on the shot. On the other hand, Reese Beekman appears to be finally playing a little bit more like the Reese Beekman Virginia expected and Tony Bennett hoped for. And today he was named uh, ACC Defensive Player of the Year. And, you know, if he if he keeps recovering from the hamstring, um, you know, the, and the knee issue, that hyperextension, uh, the rest of the ACC better look out because, you know, He's liable to just go crazy down in Greensboro if he if he's feeling good. Oh, absolutely, man. That's such an explosive player. I'm happy to see him turning the corner with that stuff. Some of those injuries can really linger and be frustrating. So I'm happy to see him turning the corner. Well we've had we've had fun um in build up to the ACC tournament. Virginia's got the number two seed and uh we'll be in touch with you. Uh our show next Monday will be at five o'clock for Dr. Jody Smith. Uh, and Terry Gates, we believe. Um, and then in, in the coming weeks, we'll have you back again. And we thank you, uh, Dr. Ousa Achao. I'm, I'm getting better at that. You really are. You really are. Oh, you're you're, okay. a, you're ahead of me move. on that. I'm, I'm still with Dr. O, but he and, <laughs> he and I are tight, so I, I call him, you know. But at any rate, uh, Doctor, we appreciate your joining our, our ortho team, and uh, we hope everybody out there that has an orthopedic issue We'll uh, come see you and the other docs at uh, Ortho, Virginia. But thanks for your time tonight, and we will talk to you soon. Enjoy March Madness. Thanks, fellas. Take care. Thank you. All right. uh, Tim O'Shea, after these messages, and when we come back, we're also going to give you the lineup for the rest of the week and next Monday. So stay tuned. A lot of important information coming with regard to some special editions of Who's Talking 
We'll be back after these important messages. Hello, this is Kevin Lang with Town Bank. As a proud graduate of EBA, I know talent gets you on the field, but it's attitude and effort that keeps you there. That's how we play at Town Bank. Local bankers, local decisions, team players. It's what you can count on from Town Bank. Serving others and enriching lives. Town Bank is a proud supporter of UVA sports. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Charles McDaniel, starting UVA linebacker from 82 to 85, set a record with 130 tackles. Now McDaniel is the president of Hildrup Moving and Storage, an agent for United Van Lines. The same discipline McDaniel showed on the field is now seen through his leadership at Hildrup. Whether you're moving your home, company, or employees, Hildrup is committed to helping you get to your next destination with ease. Their game plan, to be the best moving services company, period. Next time you need help moving, call Hildrup at 800 400 Thank you to all Virginia Athletic Foundation members for your support of Virginia Athletics. This is Brennan Armstrong, quarterback for your Virginia Cavaliers. Your contributions help our team excel in the classroom, competition, and in the community. Go Hoos! Hi, I'm Tony Elliott. I encourage you to support our efforts to build the model program by becoming a member of the Virginia Athletics Foundation today. To make a difference in the lives of UVA student-athletes, call the Virginia Athletics Foundation at 434-982-5555 or visit for virginiaathleticsfoundation.com At Kelleher, we have been serving the Metro Richmond area for over 50 years. We specialize in train heating and cooling products in addition to serving all your heating, cooling, plumbing, electrical generator and heating oil needs. With a fourth generation now in the business, Kelleher's team has the depth you can bet on for years to come. It's hard to stop a train and it's hard to stop the Kelleher team. Orange and Blue serving you since 1968. Do you suffer from allergies? Are you tired of feeling tired? Are you getting sinus infection after sinus infection? You may even have eczema or asthma. Come to Richmond Allergy and Asthma Specialists and find out what's causing your symptoms. Remember, if you're trying to put out a fire, stop pouring gas on it. Come to Richmond Allergy and Asthma Specialists today. You can find us at richmanallergy.com. It's always Friday at TGI Fridays, and now it's always happy hour. All day, every day at all four of our Richmond locations with $4 cocktails and $2 Miller Lite drafts. All day, every day at TGI Fridays. Enjoy wings cooked to perfection in your choice of sauces, whiskey glaze, Frank's Red Hot Buffalo, garlic parm, apple butter barbecue, and many more. Join us every Sunday at the West Broad location for every pro football game. And cheer on your favorite team with all day happy hour only at TGI Fridays. Delivery available at Fridays.com. Ortho Virginia is now introducing the newest doctor, Dr. Owusu Achao, but his patients know him as Dr. O. Dr. O is an orthopedic surgeon specializing in sports-related injuries with Ortho Virginia. Dr. O practices locally in Richmond at our Schrader Road office, as well as Prince George. He performs minimally invasive repairs of the knee and hip, especially ACL surgery and hip labral repairs. Excellent team-based sports medicine care has the power to level the playing field and uplift communities. At Ortho Virginia, we are passionate about getting you back in the game. 
Canal Capital Management is a fully integrated wealth planning firm whose singular focus is on growing and in protecting the wealth of their clients. Canal's unique approach provides an array of services, including investment management, tax and financial planning, real estate management, business consulting, and family office services. Canal Capital Management and former UVA kicker Noah Greenbaum are proud supporters of Who's Talking. Canal was built for a single purpose, to provide clients with a simple, understandable process to grow, protect, and eventually transfer their wealth. The only way to get closer to the Cavaliers is to make the team. This is Who's Talking with Frank Maloney and Jim Hobbo-Hobgood on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan and now on 105.1 FM. All right, Who's Talking is back and we've got... None other than a terrific uh, lacrosse expert. None other than Tim O'Shea, who was in school with me back in the good old days when uh, he was basically the Wild West at UVA in those days. But uh, Tim, uh, I've known him for many, many years and delighted that he could participate in the show tonight. Tim, how are you doing, sir? Uh, hey, Frank, I'm great. Uh, how about how you doing? We're good. Uh, you got You got It's got to be a good time to be part of the Virginia lacrosse family uh, with <laughs> with the Who's being number one, a uh, couple of national championships recently, and maybe headed that way again. You know, one question I was going to ask you, Tim. I noticed uh, in the stats from the game the other day, uh, Virginia had fifty two ground balls. Uh, Richmond only had twenty four. Just for people who are not familiar with. Uh, lacrosse explain what a ground ball is and why it's so important so a ground ball occurs when um a pass is dropped um it's checked out of a stick basically it's a loose ball that's available um maybe it's a little bit like a fumble in football but it happens all the time in lacrosse and it might be a ricocheted shot off of a goal post or a goalie whatever um and what that dictates is possession time so if you are dominating those 50-50 loose balls, then you are dominating possession time. And it's probably not unusual for, um, you know, a team to have a a pretty slight advantage, you know, maybe 40 to 35, something like that. Um, The numbers you just uh, projected are ridiculous. You know, a two-to-one difference in ground balls is significant. Well, this this particular Virginia team – this is like a culmination of everything that came out of the pandemic. It's, you know, Lars Tiffany has been there a number of years now. He's very established. Uh, they've won some titles. And so recruiting is going really, really well. It seems like every time I get a notice about UVA men's lacrosse recruiting, it's they got the number one or number two player at a position, at a particular position. And it's like that on the whole list. And, so looking at the roster now and knowing what the team faces, uh, they've got Johns Hopkins coming up this Tuesday night. They're number 11 in the country. Um, yep. in, a, in a week or so, I think they face Maryland, which is well, Tal- defending. Well, Towson in between. Right. So it's the Maryland part of the schedule between Hopkins, Towson, Towson and Maryland, all three Maryland yeah, teams. Maryland, yeah. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a crazy sequence, and – I'm sure the Virginia players are are revved up because they know a lot will be decided in terms of positioning 
for later in the year based upon what happens, uh, you know, in this next 10 days. And just well, if you listen to Coach, if you listen to Coach Tiffany, he doesn't really care about the, the rankings at this point. What he cares about getting, is getting better week to week. And they've clearly done that so far. They've really had some defensive problems earlier in some of the early games. That seems to be getting fixed. Um, but as to the talent question, it's, it's stacked. Um, you know, there are guys that are very good players that are seeing some time towards the end of some of these blowout games who really look pretty good. And, <laughs> and I was looking at our offensive side today, the roster, looking at the middies and the attackmen, um, of the first six players that typically step out on the field, any one of them could be an All-American first-teamer. Um, chances are none of them will be because they share the ball and they're not going to have the stats um, that they would need to. But they're, they're that level. One of them, uh, the young man named McConvey, who came from University of Vermont, um, Lars doesn't really dip into the transfer port- portal too much, just very selective. But this guy has really made a nice difference for us offensively. Gosh, he's 6'4", 210. Oh, that's a man. That's a nice size athlete. <laughs> I didn't realize he was that tall. Yeah, he's he, he's a Canadian. He's a lefty-dominated player. Um, you know, he's just really skilled around the goal. Kind of and, a sneaky in terms shooter, of shooting, isn't he? Et you know, yeah. I think Lars' yeah, yeah. biggest problem is if Tony Elliott goes to a couple of lacrosse games, he's going to try to recruit these guys on the football team, you know, because he's got <laughs> well, some he's potential linebackers on that Ricky lacrosse Mazon. team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, no, you're right, Habo. There are definitely some, some tall ones, and there are a few that are pretty thick, too, including, you know, the midfielder transfer from Stanford, Maison, who, um, you know, has looked pretty good for not having played lacrosse in five years. You know, he made uh, a, a remarkable play uh, down there in Naples when Virginia played at Ohio State. He was way mm-hmm. way behind the play, and he caught up to uh, a fast-breaking midi, I think, and he jumped over him with one hand on his stick, stripped the ball, scooped it up, and started a fast break the other way. And the, both announcers on the broadcast said, wow, did you see that? Like, even they were shocked. And – yeah, uh, he, I mean, he's a freak of nature. He's from um, Alexandria. He went to Episcopal High School. I don't know if he grew up there, but uh, he played linebacker for Stanford for a number of years, and it's too bad he got away and didn't play football and lacrosse at UVA this whole time. But uh, You know, Tim, if, yeah. if you're Lars Tiffany, uh, other than injuries, every coach worries about injuries. What are any any concerns you think Lars might have at this stage at the moment? Uh, Virginia looks like a juggernaut. Well, I, I think offensively we're we're really skilled, and deep defensively we're probably a little thinner, um, especially in the short stick midfield group. I think there's been some injuries there, and it would be great if a couple guys got back. Um, faceoffs are always a question. Um, we have a tried and true veteran, uh, P.D. Lasala, who's getting more than his fair share and scoring a face-offs and scoring some goals too. But um, if something should happen to P.D., we're down to a freshman pretty quickly. And so, you know, that's not a good position to be in. So those are a couple things. Even our, our goaltender is a second-year man. He's very good. He's doing a great job. Uh, we're trying to preserve a red shirt on the guy who's probably just behind him on the depth chart. So that'll be interesting, too, to see if, if the goalie 
situation changes at all. Well, you know, you're speaking about Matthew Nunes, and I always ask James Ireland and David Deck questions about Nunes, and they're guarded in their optimism for him, but then in the fourth quarter, he seems to come to life and mm-hmm. makes, makes spectacular plays just when you think the other team is going to make a charge, and he just it's like he snatches a victory from the jaws of defeat with some great saves. And then he, he – I think he throws a nice outlet pass. And um, what are your thoughts? Don't you think Nunes is doing all right? Yeah, I do. I like him. I, I think he's good. I don't think he he doesn't overreact to the shooter. Um, he just you know stands there and looks for the ball. And so sometimes he misses it some, if he's screened especially. But, yeah, he com- comes up with some, some really good slave, saves. And um, he's the best outlet passer, starter of the transition game that we've had um, for a long time. You know, let's talk about defense for a second. I I saw the Michigan and Harvard games uh, in person up there at Klockner Stadium, and it seemed strange to me that after the game, Lars Tiffany was talking about communication problems. Well, Sawstead and uh, Matsui and... What's his name? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking for the third name. I do this every time. Kastner. 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 Those guys have been playing together for three years. How can they not communicate rock solid? Well, I have a couple theories. One is um, that uh, Salah was out some a good bit of last year. Yes. Injured, um, which probably impacted things. The other thing I think, if I read between the lines and some of Lars's information he shared is you know they tried to change up a little bit defensively meaning strategically they're trying to uh not slide quite so quickly to to really win the one-on-one matchups and honestly i think we had some timing issues on when we were going to slide and when we're not going to slide and guys got a little tentative um i think they've kind of simplified the slide packages which is probably the most sophisticated technical thing in lacrosse is is how you cover the guy with the ball when you know you're jason etc it's a little more complicated than basketball because there's more guys running around plus um, but i think they're clearing that up nicely and it'll it'll be fine plus you've got the uh the chess match of who do you put the long sticks on then who do you have the short sticks on and um yeah it it you you point out in the last couple of years you've talked about you know, the, the short stick middies. And uh, how how come that has been sort of the bugaboo? And also, how come, it, how come Lars has had trouble finding, um, you know, a good face-off specialist to take some of the burden off Petey LaSala? Because let's face it, Petey is not a big man. He's 5'7", about a buck 80. And he gets beat on. I mean... That's it, a tough role. It's a tough role, and you're... you're you're getting slammed from those uh, wing middies coming in full tilt, and uh, you're, you're butting heads with your face-off opponent. Um, what's what's going on there, and what do we have to do? Well, I don't, I don't know. I know Petey's not very tall, Frank, but you better be careful if you run into him because he's oh, a tough dude. I've seen him. He is a mess with he, him. He is a tough dude. Um, I, I talked to Danny <laughs> no, Parker's think, dad last year, and I think Parker's fighting an injury right now. Um, yeah, he is. He hasn't played in a couple games. but They, they need him but, back. So I think what happens is, um, you know, 
you have three or four uh, face-off guys on a team typically. Well, our guy who was a – I guess he was a first or second year last year, Gable Braun, um, he's out for this entire season. So you're kind of down to that next – so all of a sudden, your your second guy up is really a freshman, and they played the freshman quite a bit in some of the preseason scrimmages. That's Mac, um, but it's that's just Mac one of those Eldridge, positions. Right? You don't have too many of them, and and right. they can get hurt. That's Mac Eldridge, and, and I think right? Longstick Mitty is a bit the same. You nobody, um, most of the Longstick Middies in college were two way players uh, uh, and likely offensive players in high school. Well, Tim, they were really good athletes, uh, and, and then they transitioned in. To you the, know, it's the uh, it's an exciting time of year for lacrosse, and uh, Virginia is a great team, and we're looking forward to the rest of the year, the ACC schedule, the NCAA tournament, and hopefully uh, an appearance on Memorial Day weekend uh, again, which I always look forward to. I always, I told Coach a couple of years ago, I make my Memorial Day plans around the lacrosse Final Four, so I trust that will be the case. <laughs> again this year but we thank you for your time and uh, we'll have you back as the season unfolds uh tim o'shea hey guys thank you Thanks thank you lot. tim all uh, right we uh, wanted to thank mosquito squad too because yeah, uh, they joined mosquito, us right we want to thank mosquito squad real quickly for joining in uh they've agreed to be a uh, acc tournament sponsor to help offset some of the the new expenses that are incurred going to greensboro so we thank mosquito squad that you'll hear their ads coming up very soon on the show this week all right back in a moment after these messages final segment of tonight's show uh stay tuned you're listening to who's talking it's your number one online source as a virginia fan the saber.com gives you the best access to virginia football down the middle of the field it's caught keon johnson reaches men's basketball cavaliers having to face the noise parentis fires from three and hits another dagger and recruiting you know with uva i know he made a visit to charlottesville last month plus don't forget about the informative articles and of course the message boards the online source for the serious wahoo fan thesaber.com Hi, I'm Dr. Bob Call for Clinical Research Partners. With all of the crazy new infections going on these days like Lyme, COVID, flu, and monkeypox, we need newer and better medicines to stay healthy. Clinical trials are the only way that happens. Clinical Research Partners is now testing new vaccines for flu, COVID, and more. We need you. Come in and be in one of our studies now. Find us at clinicalresearchrva.com. Hi, this is Boyd Rawls. I'm an orthopedic hand surgeon specializing in hand, wrists, and elbow injuries. I'm a diehard Wahoo who completed nearly all of my training at the University of Virginia. Ortho Virginia is the largest multi-specialty orthopedic practice in Virginia. We have offices in Richmond, Lynchburg, Northern Virginia, and Virginia Beach. Our dedicated certified hand therapists will work hard to speed your recovery. For more information, please visit our website, orthovirginia.com. Canal Capital Management is a fully integrated wealth planning firm whose singular focus is on growing and in protecting the wealth of their clients. Canal's unique approach provides an array of services, including investment management, tax and financial planning, real estate management, business consulting, and family office services. Canal Capital Management and former UVA kicker Noah Greenbaum are proud supporters of Who's Talking. Canal was built for a single purpose, to provide clients with a simple, understandable, 
remarkable process to grow, protect, and eventually transfer their wealth. Jeff McDonald and Associates is a personal injury and workers' compensation law firm based out of Richmond, Virginia. For over 25 years, our attorneys at Jeff McDonald Associates have been standing up to big insurance bullies for our clients. With our no-fee guarantee, you will owe us nothing until you have won your case. If you or a loved one has suffered an injury or been wronged, just call the Yates, 804-888-8888. Hello, this is Kevin Lang with Town Bank. As a proud graduate of EBA, I know talent gets you on the field, but it's attitude and effort that keeps you there. That's how we play at Town Bank. Local bankers, local decisions, team players. It's what you can count on from Town Bank. Serving others and enriching lives. Town Bank is a proud supporter of UVA Sports. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Maxwell Associates is a full-service accounting and business advisory firm with a large focus on business sales for Main Street and lower middle market businesses. With three offices in Richmond and a team of CPAs enrolled agents, Maxwell Associates offers tax prep services, bookkeeping, payroll services, along with full-service business brokerage offerings, including succession and growth planning, mergers and acquisitions, and post-business sale consulting. Call 804-200-8442 to speak to Jim. It's always Friday at TGI Fridays, and now it's always happy hour. All day, every day at all four of our Richmond locations with $4 cocktails and $2 Miller Lite drafts. All day, every day at TGI Fridays. Enjoy wings cooked to perfection in your choice of sauces, whiskey glaze, Frank's Red Hot Buffalo, garlic parm, apple butter barbecue, and many more. Join us every Sunday at the West Pride location for every pro football game. And cheer on your favorite team with all day happy hour only at TGI Fridays. Delivery available at Fridays.com. Nobody covers the Wahoos quite like these two. It's Who's Talking with Frank Maloney and Jim Hobo-Hopka on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan and now on 105.1 FM. Welcome back. Final segment tonight. Preview show for the ACC tournament. And the Wahoos are the number two seed they shared the uh, ACC regular season title with Miami and have to have to tip my hat to Jim Laranega and Miami for holding off a good pit team. What was that? Was that Saturday? Yeah, Saturday, Saturday, night? Saturday evening. That uh, was a crazy game. Yeah. And uh, we, as we said, uh, we talked before we went on air, Pitt had a three point attempt. Now it was, it was from just inside half court, but had the shot gone in, they would have won the game and been the top seed in the tournament. They did, they missed a shot and now they're the five seed because which is of, because crazy. of tiebreakers, which is an impact because they're they're going to have to play on uh, uh, Wednesday and Pitt plays at two thirty on Wednesday against the winner of Georgia Tech Florida State. So and, that, and that's a dangerous game. Yeah, Georgia Tech's playing well at the end of the year, uh, so they they're they could be a dangerous team. Florida State is you know sort of. Telling oh. to start the bus, uh, well, they, they've given up a little bit. Uh, so it's been a bad year for Leonard, Leonard Hamilton, but he'll he'll be back. You know, I'm, you know, the, as Jeff Capel has proven this year, the transfer portal gives and NIL gives everybody a chance to uh, go from mediocre to really good uh, in a hurry. Well, Jim Beheim uh, alluded to that just a few months ago and and set off a you know a, a big fuss when he 
talked about a couple of teams that had suddenly found a whole bunch of players out of nowhere. Yeah, and it's interesting, you know, Virginia and Tony Bennett, he still does the development. You know, he's trying to bring kids in. We got a couple of great kids, although we do have a transfer, Dante Harris, who is the heir apparent to the Kihei Clark point guard position. But uh, the young man from Idaho, uh, I forget forget his name at the moment. Blake Buchanan. Yeah, he's had a great year. I think McDonald's All-American, so he's going to certainly come in and have an impact uh, Leon Bond and Isaac Trout are going to have a big impact next year. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if Reese Beekman comes back and uh, Armand Franklin and Cafaro uh, all have an opportunity to come back if if they decide to do that. So a lot will be uh, happening in the off season, but right now we're focused on this year and the opportunity in front of us. All right, so Habo, put on your coach's uh, hat. Um, Tony lengthened his bench and used more players in recent games, and the team played better. What is he going to do Thursday night when they face Carolina? Well, the biggest challenge against Carolina, as we found down in Chapel Hill, is the Nance kid is a stretch four. The normal defender against him is Gardner, and Gardner is not used to guarding guys on the three-point line. So that, that was the advantage Carolina had. Nance went out, made a bunch of threes in the first half. Carolina got off to a nice start, got a lead at halftime, and Virginia was not able to overcome the second half, obviously, uh, the Cavs played much better down there in Chapel Hill. So that's that's kind of the blueprint for the game on Thursday if Carolina beats the uh, winner of B.C. Louisville, which, you know, the way Carolina's playing, uh, they need to worry about every game at the moment. Uh, you know, you, you, B.C. B.C. has sort of been off and on. Some nights they're really good, some nights they're not. So They're, they're big man. When he's hot, they're tough. Yeah, the post kids. So Carolina, I mean, I would think B.C. will win that game against Louisville, but who knows. But uh, B.C. Carolina is a game that Carolina is certainly going to have to show up and play well in order to advance to Thursday night. But should be an interesting tournament. Obviously, you would think if it goes according to form. Now, the one break Virginia has is Duke is the four seed. So they're, you talk about brackets. They're on the other side of the bracket. Uh, Duke right now, I don't think you want to play Duke. Uh, they're healthy, and they're starting to gel. So I think not only could they be a factor at the ACC tournament, but I think they could be uh, a factor in the NCAA tournament as well. Well, and I think Virginia facing Clemson and Carolina and possibly NC State, those are the teams that they'll likely encounter down in Greensboro. I I like Virginia's chances. I really do. I think Virginia will be motivated. I think they learned something in that in the game down in Chapel Hill, and I don't think you'll see a slow start. I think you're going to see a team that gets out quick and plays smart takes good shots, and makes a higher percentage. Well, and the, and the great thing about Virginia, and uh, Kihei, you said earlier, Reese was the defensive player of the year, but Kihei was the all, on the all-defense team. So our guards are terrific defensively. So against R.J. Davis and Caleb Love, they're very effective at shutting down those Carolina guards. So if we can contain the big guys inside, I think Virginia would have a great chance to beat the heels. Well, Nance is the player that gives us the most to worry about. I think because Baycott's ankle is bothering him, I do think Virginia should be able to guard him a little bit. Uh, Nance appears to be, uh, you know, a thoroughbred, and they've got their hands full. And just real quick, Wednesday uh, we expect to be on the air at 6 o'clock, and on Thursday, 5 o'clock from Greensboro. So we want everybody to tune in to those special edition shows, and we'll have a lot more about the Virginia game and all the games from uh, the ACC tournament. We have a lot of fun down there, and 
these are some of our best shows. I like we've we've invited Dave Teal, Jerry Radcliffe, and uh, Mike Barber. Mike Barber, and and we've also reached out to a few others. So so it'll be a great show, two great shows from Greensboro on Wednesday and Thursday. So please join us. All right, go Hoos, and uh, this is this is a big opportunity for Tony Bennett and the Cavs. Why can't they go out and win another title, Hobo? And, and next Monday at 5, we'll take a look at the big dance. Go Hoos. Thanks for listening to Who's Talking on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM, brought to you by Ortho, Virginia, Town Bank of Richmond, TGI Fridays, Clinical Research Partners, Richmond Allergy and Asthma, and Oaklea Press.